river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 76. When last we left our Kaelin. Yes. You had been bopping around the Stolen Lands. Yes. Uh, you had arranged to, to return the various girls. Yep. Uh, had not yet received a marriage proposal for Tristan, but it was inevitable. Oh, right, because he rescued all those girls and they think he's hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the one that's, like, uh, 13, particularly. Yeah, yeah, but in all fairness, she's probably just going to write dreamy love poetry about him. And sketch him. <laughs> and write Lady Sophilia Thorne. I think he should be grateful that... Um, he, I think Tristan should be grateful that I put him back... Uh, that I um, took her back to Fort Draylev instead of leaving her around Zeltrist, uh, um, where she could stalk him. And then it was the ba- the adventure of the the adventure of the assorted battles. We went yes. out with corn and fought dragonflies and then hacked their wings off. Uh, and you went after out they were dead. In all fairness, we're not you know we're not sickos. <laughs> yeah, you're just like wearing bits of a corpse made into a cloak. It's totally different. Yeah, but it's a bug corpse. That uh, count. And then you went out and found bog mummies. Yes, but you declined to hack them up and wear parts of them. Yeah, we just killed them. Yep. And yes, my, my let's go find big monsters attacked bits with Corwin mission was 100% successful. Yes, yes it was. We found monsters, we hacked them to bits. We managed not to catch Mummy Rot, which is always a good day. Or at least I don't think I've caught Mummy Rot. Because I don't know what its incubation time is, so I have no way of knowing that. <laughs> um... So, yes, and then we returned to Elk's Rest, and that was the end of that month, which yep. was uh, some month, certainly. Uh, Gosrin. Yep, Gosrin. Yep. So, there will be a new month and some new kingdom related stuff. Yep, so you've done the kingdom return. Return, excuse me. You've done the kingdom turn of Gosrin. Yep. And all of the deadly around you want to do. Yep. And now it is Desnus. Is so it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, these um, numerals are lovely, and I'm hardly ever getting confused anymore. 
Um, I still need to actually track down where the new kingdom page, actually, where the new calendar page actually is at the back. Alright. And somewhere in here, um, Brandon and Micah celebrate their first birthdays. Ooh! How exciting! They are one in Gosrim. Ooh. Whatever it is, it is of Gosrim. I probably wrote it down, but... Yeah, we can go back and look, but... Um, Somewhere in Gosrim. Yay! They are one. Yes, so, um... Kaelin will, um... You know... Rebook the, um... Metaphysically rebook the spending most of the month hiking in the wilderness and mm-hmm. be there for the kids' birthdays. Mm-hmm. And yes, we will have, you know, cake and presents because, you know... All one-year-old parents of one-year-olds have cake in presents, even though one-year-olds neither eat cake nor understand presents. Yep, yep. And the kids spit out the cake and sort of push the presents around on the floor, then go off to play with the boxes. Yep. <laughs> but yay, that one. Mm-hmm. Shiny. And Tobias is six. Wow. And looks eight, still looks eight. Yep. Yeah. Easily. On the other hand, um, now that I know he's um, got all blood that makes a certain amount of yeah, sense. He looks eight going on ten at this yeah. point. Yeah. The, um, although um, it, it appears to show up a bit more strongly in him than Brandon and Michael, although of course some of that was the creepy demon influence. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, but yes. Children birthdays. Children get bigger. Also, uh, Tobias has probably got a lot more orc blood in him. Because he's the child of a half-orc and a human. Yeah. Whereas Brandon and Mike are the child of a half-orc and a half-elf. Ah, uh, right, So they've yeah. got elven blood somewhere in their mix as well. Right, yes. Whereas he has less sources to draw from. Kingdom stuff. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the kingdom's treasury is in a sad and parlous state going to the, um... Failing the economy check last turn. And I make it, so I lose my point of unrest. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Then you may do other things. Pay consumption. Yep. Uh, which is currently seven, so that's a big whack of my... Surviving bell points. Gain a billion magic items. Uh, or one, as the case may be. Such as it were. Prepare to be excited by the scroll of Sepia Snake Sigil. Is that the one that, like, it's a, sna- it's a snake and it, it, it's a snake? It's... Uh, when you look at it, I believe the snake jumps out and paralyzes you. I mean, I can look it up specifically if you think you're No, 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 that's, that's quite alright. But if your problem is that you just already have too many spells that can cast things onto pages, then Yeah, you know. yeah, no, I think, um. I think I'll go right. I did writing. warn you that the next one would be super awesome. You so. did, and I was expecting it to be crap based on that. Yeah, no, I will clear that immediately and not, um bother with the other better options. But I assure you, they only get better from here. Well, they would almost have to, right? Anyway, I've still got um, two interesting things I haven't um, investigated purchasing yet. Okay. Yep. And assign leadership, claim abandoned hexes, monkey work.
okay, cutie. I'm nearly ready for you. Convenient. Um, I have two hexes that I've claimed. Yep. Um, which is um, on the um, green belt map is um, B3 and C3. Yep. I don't think either of them have anything particularly exciting in them. There's n- n- neither of them have any particular... Yeah, if you don't imagine so, then I don't imagine so. Yeah. <coughs> so I have claimed those two hexes mm-hmm. and built um, a farm and a hunting preserve in them. Yep. The hunting preserve, the forest is right next to Pearl Apish's forest, which, um, so I'm not doing anything and yep. then putting a farm in the grasslands. And I have built a mer- library in Merkvale. By all means. Which is... Um, Kind of the first interesting building. I've put a shop and things in, but it's now starting to get some more actual interesting growth. Yes. Uh, that hex had a dead trapper in it. Ah, yes. Who had been killed, who was putting traps everywhere. Oh, yes, that was the one where I got a relationship point with Bryn for sorting out the traps, I believe. Yep, and then got killed when his own half-completed trap fell on him. In an incident that totally wasn't caused by Pearl Abish. That was hilarious. That's hilarious. Right, um. Hey, there's no evidence that it was poor caused by Pearl Abish. It could have been poor trap maintenance. We don't know. Um. Anyway, um, you know, it's the sort of accident that happens. For example, it happens to people who, you know, it could happen to anybody who fell into any one of the numerous traps. You I merely chewed through the ropes on the logs. Gravity is what killed him. <laughs> Just um, noting down some ideas for what I want to do next time I have money, mm-hmm. which is not now. And um, then I will. I'm just filling out the stats, and then I am done. Okay, and that is the um, that's the claim and build set action. Roll and roll. All good. Uh, then. Create armies if you so desire. No, let's do it. Collect taxes. Yes. Let's go for a big number. It's a big ish number. 87 plus 12. Yes! It's, it's a big enough number. And I collect taxes successfully. Pick up 33 gold points plus 12, which will mm-hmm. definitely mean next turn I can actually buy things which cost actual person money. That's a wrap. And yes, it is um, Kingdom of Events. There are. Ah, uh-huh, it's another quiet month. Yes. Shocking, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and Bryn and I want to go exploring in the. Western and hopefully drier bits of the um, hook tongue slough. By all means. Um, and on search for, you know, tiger monsters that we can fight in ponies. <laughs> tiger monsters and ponies, eh? Not necessarily in the same hex. Yeah, that would probably be a self solving problem. <laughs> um, and additionally, but before I go, I want to give Tristram an assignment for next month. Oh, of course. What can I do? Oh, does it involve research? Uh, I like researching things. I want to know how to destroy Orvenbane. Ah, yes. I was hoping you could do that legend lore thing and find out how we could destroy it. 
Oh, uh, yes, uh, certainly. Um, I, I believe that I can. Uh, let me just consult some of my notes. I, I have a handbook somewhere here that, that tells me how my own bardic spell works. One D ten days. Yeah, that is that. Yes, I, I don't seem difficulty with that. I'll need several days, but um, I imagine I can I can work on such a thing. And yes, he can cast a legend law for that sort of purpose. Excellent. You will need to. Um, Essentially, this is the kind of thing of I wouldn't let you bypass this by virtue of you couldn't say research how to destroy Orban Bane without doing a legend law on Orban Bane, period. Yeah. Because you can't find out how to destroy the object when you don't really know what it is. But um, having done a legend law. Having done that, you can move on. Because you're a bard with legend law, you can just legend law the crap out of everything all the time, forever and ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not <laughs> going to just legend law random people just to see what he knows. It's just to let the GM make up riddles. Uh-huh. Well, I do like I do like your riddles, but I'd like to have some plot reason why I want to know this shit rather than just pure nosiness. Anyway, it doesn't work on random people. It only works on people who are legendary. Yeah, which but is characters who are eleventh level or higher. Yeah, but the thing <coughs> is, there's got to be a few of them around. You know, I'm not just going. I'm not necessarily going to just randomly it, do it, the Clockwork King. It and it, I, I actually don't mind if you want to. I vastly prefer you aim them at people who are in this campaign. Uh, yeah, yeah. As opposed to let's go, you know, do let, let's go try um, legend luring a bunch of PCs from old campaigns and that sort of thing, uh, just to see what they're up to. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing that you don't that you shouldn't do. Yeah, I would. I want, but I mm-hmm. won't. That's that's when you get back for more information on this character. Play the Jade Bridge campaign. Yeah. I'm really kind of troubled about that succubus thing. It's it's a worryingly plausible explanation. Mm-hmm. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Well, I mean, I could cast a spoon spell and ask if she's a succubus. Yeah, you could also listen to Quintessa Moray. Ooh. I mean, she might not ping. She might not be high enough level. On the other hand, she probably is if she's a succubus. Uh, certainly, um, <clears throat> I'd give you her her like her level probably wouldn't be very high because it's full of succubus bits. But I'd certainly give you you know her effective. Ooh, I, I'm going to write that down. I would totally buy her challenge. Her challenge rating eleven. I would support. Yeah, characters who are 11th level or higher are count as legendary, as are the sort of major foes they contend with, magic items they wield, and places they perform their key deeds. Yeah. So theoretically, you could legend lore old Sharptooth and see if he things. <laughs> Seems unlikely. Among other things, I um, took it. Although I guess he was worshipped by the kobolds, that might put him over the. Um... Oh, sorry, not old Sharptooth. Um... It was a completely fictitious god. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Spear... Speartooth? Whatever. The giant saber-toothed tiger that's annoying. Oh, right, tooth. yes. Well, the thing is, you said things they worship. Old Sharptooth was worshipped. Speartooth. Speartooth. Yes, but before I got... Instead of getting that out and worrying about Lady Contestant Roy, what I was supposed to do was get it out and look at the potential locations for the things I'm actually looking for. Yeah, sorry. There's Speartooth and Old Sharptooth. Yeah. Two completely and utterly different entities in every way, shape, and form. 
Yeah, or, or, or all fairness, were written by maybe in the yeah. same campaign, but were written by two wholly different people who didn't talk to each other. And, and at this point, you're well past old Sharp too, if given that you've solved the Cold World problem in book one and um, to kill Tartuk. <laughs> I don't have any kind of lead on where to find Windchaser. It's just logical that he would be in the plane somewhere. And they were indeed. The books were indeed written by different people. So, Neil Spicer, you sort of read the side quests from book one, and then you know that it's named something vaguely similar, but not actually all that similar. That's his name, is it? That's the guy who wrote Blood for Blood. Ah. Alright. Dork. It's written in the front of the thing. Okay, yes, fair point. If I knew it off the top of my head, okay, I might know the ones that... You You let me know when you get to the part that means you're not a dork. Is it the bit where I've talked to a couple of the authors and gotten their director's cut versions and that sort of thing? <laughs> it's pretty awesome, but it's a thing a dork would do. Anyway, when you're done insulting things, <laughs> Beartooth leaps out of the woods and kills you. <laughs> yes, even in your bedroom at home. Um, okay, so I've got um, I've got a vague understanding of um, where I'm headed. Yep. Um, I'm also um, like. I'm going to go in over the north, north via the dry bit and carefully round Port Drelev, yep. so I'm just going to head for sort of western hexes that I can actually easily access. Yep. So yes, I hook up with Team Brew. You have me. Mm-hmm. That's um, been a while since we went adventuring together. And... Not cut out to be a stay-at-home mum and queen. <laughs> And I figured the, um, you know, she'd approve of me going and hunting for something larger, uh, uh, going and hunting for a large animal. In fact, I do. Mm-hmm. So, um, we are basically, um, heading, um, north over the actual sort of road grassland bit along, um, the line two. Yeah. Um, sort of detouring down into the hills in a sort of let's not go see the army kind of way. Yeah. Um, heading through the trial grounds and heading into um, C, uh, B4 to start our exploration. B4? Yeah. And have you in fact got Bryn on the lookout for um, uh, large chunks of horse tracks or tiger tracks or things of that nature? Yes, that sounds great. So, by my count, is B4 next to something you've explored? Uh, hang on, sorry, am I doing this wrong? Uh, yes, uh, the trial grounds... Okay, so I've got Oh, yes, you're going trial. down from the trial grounds. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, you said past Fort Drayliv, which has you going down... No, no, sorry. No, that was... I, I, I said earlier, avoided, or at least what I intended to say was avoiding Fort Drayliv earlier. Okay. Right. Understood. So, you arrive there with Bryn. Uh, this hex is hill terrain. Cool. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I'm happy to, you know, if she. I'm generally exploring, but if she finds trails, I'm happy to follow them into other hexes while they're fresh instead of. Um, and this hex has a river running through it. Oh, okay. Um, because you have done the. You've explored the trial grounds hex, haven't you? Yes. Yep, so you know there's not a river in there, so you can tell this very easily. Yep. Uh, it literally goes from the northeast point of this hex. Yep. Yep. Down to the southwest. Okay, and flows out of the southwest. Flows out of the southwest. Its yeah. stopping point is the northeast corner of um, B4. 
into um, uh, that would be A4 B5 or the intersection between them B5 thank you that is just the information I need cool I've got the river on there okay and we endeavour to explore the hex When you go there, you can in fact make me a survival check. Brother Brim can make it. You're welcome to assist her if you desire. I will in fact try and assist her. <coughs> but I shouldn't <coughs> do so. Well, that's what she's there for. Yeah. 19 on the dice yeah. is uh, 34 survivals. That will probably yeah. do it. And then a twenty-four knowledge nature. Wow! That's well, she actually has some idea what she's looking at here. Uh, <clears throat> so she is down, loping low along the ground. She doesn't quite run on all fours like a wolf. She sort of drops low onto legs and runs along like this, vaguely, almost like a like a monkey, sort of swinging arms and using the knuckles occasionally, um, and outstrips your horse with her 60 foot of movement yeah. but slows herself deliberately to your pace yeah. and she sniffs as she goes uh, oh yeah she's got scent and stuff rock on uh, sniffs as she goes and then she wind's changing holds a hand up to you horse stops she goes low and she looks down at the ground mmm tracks here not horses like tiger but not here look you see Gellum hops off the horse and comes and has a look there's some small dents in the hill in the hillock grass yeah when she points you to some of the steeper hills you can actually see slight what might be triple claw marks in there of something large clawing its way up or it could be a bunch of loose dirt. Yeah. <laughs> if we're not super sure. She says, mm, Something here. Predator. Large. Not a tiger. Foot arches like a badger. Nothing natural. Nothing normal. Strange creature. It's not an animal. Oh, okay. It does not fall. She makes enough of a knowledge nature check to know it's not. These are not animal tracks. Yeah. There are weird something or other. She surmises magical beast because that tends to be the default weird something or other. But it could be an aberration as well. Just magical beasts tend to be the weird mangled claw thing. She says, <sighs> "Look like ti- vaguely like tiger, but pores up, bent like badger." She shakes her head. Not sure, but large predator. Hmm. Ambush, large predator. Strong, fast ambushes. Look here. Hmm. Deer move through this area. Never sees what hit them. Body dragged off. 
Okay, good. Well, that's what we've come here for. Can you see where see it, see where it went? Mm. Can't follow tracks. Sweet. Let's go. Okay. Okay, she starts following the tracks of these large badger tiger predator things. Yeah. Um, if she had to describe the creature visually based on its tracks, she might think it looks something like that. Okay. That is not a tiger. And if she could give it a name, it would be an Aurum Vorax. I see. But she can't. Yeah. So, uh, she moves along, and makes another survival check, this time to follow tracks. She will draw more useful information out of this. Yeah. Heading towards Den, I would guess. This area, heavily patrolled by them. Two sets of tracks. Territorial creature. If we go too near its territory, we'll find us. Perhaps get our scent. Hunt us. What I would do. So there's two. So there's two of them, love. I think so. Maybe maybe it's got a mate. Makes sense. Mm. It Good does. Good to have strong mate. And up over. All right. So I see not going on to its territory, letting it get our scent. But how do we find it? Oh, she can keep tracking it back yeah. to its lair. She's literally telling you, based on what she's reading in the tracks, you're now entering its territory. Yeah. And once you come in here, her guess, and this is purely a guess because she doesn't know what it is. This is general animal behavior. Once you come into its territory, it will hunt you until at least you move out of its territory. Right, gotcha. So you're now crossing the danger threshold. Cool, yep. But as you're choosing to deliberately track these things down and counter them, that's probably not a major. No. Nonetheless. I received the information. Yeah. Okay. Man, if I was just wandering through this hex with somebody else, the first I'd find out about this would be when it jumped on my head. <laughs> and are you sneaking? Uh, yes, please. Okay. Sneaky sneakling. But I have got my horse for the um, penalty that that provides. Yep, so that is a... She is on a 24 minus whatever penalty you're giving her. So, um... Kaelin has a, um, it's move silently, right? Um, has no penalty to move silently, but the horse, but at, you, we add something for the horse, I believe. No, it's actually hide, I'm looking at it at this point. Oh, okay, sorry. Then. Which is same, same, I believe. Or uh, no, I don't have boots for hiding, so it's a minus four if it's hide. Yep. Forty minus four, excellent. Okay, so that's a 20 total. So, she is moving through hills and is actually finding this reasonably difficult to do. Come and go. Many tracks. No caves here. Burrowers, perhaps. In hills somewhere. Many tunnels. We'll find the way. I... And then you get a perception check. A spot check. Eleven. Okay. Uh, 
There's no denying that, you know, anything that fling... That, um, any, anything elephant-sized or bigger is definitely not getting fast care. Could be anywhere in here. If I were them, I would... And she spins round and snaps her head round in a heartbeat. Uh, just in time to see moving very quietly and very low to the ground is one of these things. It is arched right down in what is fairly low grass here. You know, the grass in these hills is maybe 20, maybe 20, 20, 20, 30 centimetres. It is not big enough to conceal itself in the grass. It's not small enough to conceal itself in the grass altogether. But it is pressed right down low, bonelessly, two paws up like this. And it is moving very rapidly across. And Bryn sees it just as it is starting to move into range of you. Um, Kaylin does not. Yep. Um, so you see Bryn whip round to see the one coming for her your head tracks her and then something from behind Kaylin off camera goes Rush! yeah so as I as I go to follow Bryn's movement as Bryn yep. spots the thing something jumps me and you just hear the growl from behind you for half a second before something shreds into your armour yes and we go to initiative shiny do we want um, minis or just uh, or not? Uh, what? I, I don't think you can have them. It is a generic hillock. I, I um, there is some difficult terrain, but it's probably only going to matter if you um, go substantively out of your far far out of your way to move around. Yeah, um, I was wondering about um, Kale and, and Bryn and Beasties um, yep. in a, with no real map, just on the table. Looks fine for me. How big's an orum for experts? Ooh. Uh, Bigger than large? No, it's small actually. Oh, it's got big feet. Yeah, that have misled Bryn because it's got feet like a tiger. Yeah, but it is a small-sized creature. Interesting. Uh, I can go and find some um, particularly appropriate tiny growly beastie mini things if you want. No, no, I'm perfectly happy to fight whatever. Kaelin riding his horse along, getting jumped on by a thingy. What are you after, Zenon? I was just looking for a large base to show that Kaelin's on his horse. Yeah, I've got them here. Cool. Probably. Uh, Medium bases. The large ones are probably in the cupboard. I can find them. No, that's okay. I'll get them. Just um, in a fight like this, the monsters sometimes go for the horse or try and drag me off the yep, horse. Yep, and these are ambush predators. So. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it seemed like the ho- they're either going to go for the horse or try and drag me off the horse. Okay, so Bryn is a bit ahead of you. Yep, because she's she trailing. actually hunting the tracks. Yeah. Um, seeing her thing. And your one is technically still over here. Yeah, but it's, it's jumping, just... but it's going to do a big jump on it'll surprise round and jump me. Correct. Yep. Alright. Was this the pre-surprise round configuration? Okay, so initiatives? Yes, I got a 19. Uh, Bryn on... Ooh, you get good at this, 20. Nice. So initiative modifier and... Mr. Angry Ambush Predator on 22. Sweet, so... 
Or in Vorax. Kaelin. And I'll get a red pin and write Orum on it. Because I like these for these little fights. Um, just writing it directly on the map seems good. Okay, and Kaelin is just starting to turn and gets the quick, the quickest glimpse of this thing before his atom. Um... sense. Um, so what you can see is it's actually reasonably little um, and relatively low to the ground. What it looks like is it's something about the size of a reasonable sized um, let's see it's, it's something probably about twice the size of a badger. So. Yeah. Um, it crouches vaguely like a tiger and has a fluffy tail out the back. Um, its face is long and almost weasel-like. And what it has, uh, you see multiple, multiple feet. There are eight legs coming off it, each of them like a badger with these large, triple burrowing claws out of them. And at f- the first very glance you have this thing is just this little, vaguely wolverine-like thing leaping for you the second glance you get it will tell you this thing is heavily heavily muscled for something so relatively small you know it's yay by yay by yay it's all muscle yeah you can see ripped absolutely ripped defined cut muscle in every single one of its eight incredibly strong legs and the jaw looks built and strong as well and then we go into initiative yep uh, so it is the Aurum first? Yep. So the one behind you sneaks up to you and moves adjacent to you. Yep. And that is its surprise round. Okay. Um, more specifically, it moves through rapidly low to the ground, ding, 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 and then when you see it next round, it's because it's going to be going rag at you. Yep. This is the surprise round, so everyone's acting but you. Yep. Because you didn't see them coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the other one... Uh, Got. It has been seen, but it is not. It must be seen. It's super bright, so it makes a check to see how cunning its tactics going to be. Not today. Uh, five. It moves up towards Bryn as scuttling quickly on its many hind legs, but doesn't actually appear to be extraordinarily fast. It is. Takes a move action for its surprise round as well. Cool. And then. Um, Bryn gets a surprise round. Bryn looks behind you and sort of. Caleb, look out! Everett, look out! Flanked predators! Badgers! And you will become dimly aware that one is behind you, but yeah. because you skip this round, it's going to start rending you next round before you can do anything about this. Yeah. Uh, and Brim looks at the one in front of you. 
the one in front of her, rather, sorry. All over the show tonight. Brim looks at the one in front of her. <clears throat> Time to hunt, then. <sighs> Should not bear the creature in its den unless you are prepared to fight. <clears throat> Wolves are always prepared to fight, though. <laughs> and she will simply... Yeah, in the absence of anything more compelling to do with it. Uh, actually, it's a creature, so she will whip out her net and chuck it at it. Sweet. So that is her standard animal. She's assuming it's animal-esque. Yeah. I don't know what else to do with it. She pulls out the net and throws it. And God almighty, I would hope that hits. It's touch AC. Yes, she hurls the net and the net entangles around it. Sweet. And the one in front of her is all tangled up. Yet. Uh, at which point she will not obligingly step closer to it to see what its melee attacks look like. Yeah, that seems, um, that seems, given that she can't melee attack until the next turn, that seems like a wise call. She will, yeah, draws the net, throws, done. Yep. She also can't because she threw, she used a standard and she's using a surprise route. Oh, um, she only has a standard. Oh, yeah, true, true. At uh, which point we are back to Orum Voraxes. Yes. Okay, so... There's an entangled beastie and one that gets to rend Kaelin from surprise. Kaelin, you hear just the low... The, the low noise from behind you, and it's actually a surprisingly high-pitched roar that comes out of it. It's this little... <laughs> as the thing leaps up at you... Uh, and endeavours to rend the bejesus out of you. And suddenly this wolverine-like thing is upon you, hooking away at you with its many claws. Uh, and what is your um, AC? Uh, 26. Okay. One claw misses, one claw hits, one claw hits, one claw hits, one bite hits. Ouch. So it leaps upon you, and you manage to fend off one of its claws, and three more rake into you, and then it bites you as well. Ouch. Yeah, it That's is, a lot of attacks. Yes, it is the sudden ball of just fur and fury up immediately in your face, hauling off and slashing away wildly at you. Uh, Kaylin basically turns to get... Have you got any sort of DR or anything that I need to worry about? No, I do not. Okay, so I might as well give it to you once. And that is 24 total. Yep. Um, None of these individual strikes are terribly hard, but there are a lot of them. And it just endeavours to cling onto you with everything it has. It's trying to hook the three claws into your flesh to hang on, 
and trying to bite onto your neck to hang on as well. Uh, can you make me four opposed grapple checks? Four? Yep. It gets a free grab with every hit. Okay. That would be 22. 24. Uh, 21. 17. Hooks onto you. Yep, I am grappled. And well, it's hooked on. There's no point addition. Yeah, actually, actually, Alrighty. Um, so it hasn't tried to pull me off the horse at this stage or no, anything. It's it grappling just jumps me. on you, clings on for grim death, and yep. starts hauling off at you with everything it's got. Cool, okay, I am grappled. Yep. And it is Bryn's... Oh, no, sorry, it is Bryn's beastie's turn. Yep. Uh, it endeavours to... Uh, what's its dexterity? It endeavours to just rip its way out of the net. Yep. And fails. Mm-hmm. It struggles and claws and gets a couple of strands slashed but cannot shake off the majority of the net. Sweet. And that is its action. Cool, it doesn't move forward to Brynn as well or anything? Uh, its movement is halved, so yes, it will move forward towards her. Cool. So I'll move it and... Um, yeah, that's fine. We know it's entangled. And that is all it can do. Okay, and it's Brynn's turn. It could technically move forward to her and try and gnash her through the net, but it's smart enough to try and get out of the net first. It makes good sense. It doesn't succeed. Alright, and Brynn sees this thing on you. Uh... Looks at your claw to claw. Not the way you fight. Hold still. I'll get it off. <laughs> she. Um, you can fight the one in front of you if you want. I'm okay. Ish. She will break away from the one in front of her and endeavors to. Okay. She does tumble. Ah, uh, yep. So, oh, of course, and she just makes it over to yep. wherever she wants to go, just yep. like onto the side where it is. Yep. Yeah, her half movement drops her to twenty, uh, drops her to a mega thirty foot of movement <laughs> for the tumble, which is enough to get there. She can succeed at a DC fifteen check automatically. Yeah. And she tumbles up towards the thing, and then comes up towards it, uh, and will, however, cost her her flurries, such as life. Yeah, the, um, it's, it's, I, I wasn't certain it was smart, but I've forgotten she was so good at tumbling, and the other one's got to get, either get out of the net yep. or get over to her, us quite slowly, given their movement speed isn't that good. So she rolls up underneath that thing and endeavours to kick it in a sensitive point on the leg and stunning fists it. Yep, and it is, of course, flat-footed right now because it's in a grapple. Which it does not, actually. So, good stuff. Uh, she kicks it in the leg quite successfully. Sweet. It makes a fortitude save. Yep. If it had failed that, though, it drops everything it's holding, which includes Kaelin, yes, right? Yeah, it, it gets stunned, yep. so it ceases to be able to take actions, including maintain the grapple. And Bryn will deal it 14 points of damage. Cool. As she rolls up on it and kicks it hard in the leg but not enough to actually make it fall off. Yep. Pad of paper. I have a pad of paper. I have my pad of paper. Lovely. That's number two. Is 14 points of damage. Yes. So she kicks it hard in the in the in one of its thighs, and it sort of swings sideways and just swings you with it. Yeah. And stays holding on to you. Um, would she have hit if she what if it wasn't flat footed? Just to clarify, 
Uh, yes, easily. Sweet, that's all right then. Um, because um, as it comes around to Kaelin's turn, Kaelin remembers he's wearing a ring of freedom of movement, and I believe cannot be grappled. Uh, not sure about that. I know it can't hold on to you. I'm not sure if it can't um, grapple you in the first place. I will have a look see it. Freedom of movement. Which Kaelin, of course, totally remembered he was wearing. Yeah, yeah, all along. That's why I only brought it up just now. Maybe he hasn't twisted it quite right. Mm-hmm. Now, there we are. You automatically succeed on any grapple check made to resist a grapple attempt, as well as grapple checks or escape artist checks made to escape. So for a brief moment, it hooks on yeah. you and hangs on just long enough for Brynn to come and kick it, yeah. and then it lets go. That's why I, d- I, d- I didn't want to... I didn't mind activating the power on my turn, but I didn't want to yeah. have it give it a combat disadvantage, no, you, but you not me. you succeed at all your opposed grapple checks. Sweet. What it doesn't allow you to do is grapple it automatically. But, yep. um, but I'm not. So Kaelin breaks out... You're fundamentally immune to being grappled. Sweet. So Kaelin breaks out of the grapple. Yep. Um, Quip draws his um, magical heavy flail, which is, of course, his magical beast vein heavy flail. Yep. And then um, will endeavour to hit it in the head. Yep. You gain a plus one for higher ground to hit it, because it's no longer up clawing in your face. Cool. And um, then um, Kaelin will look at the frail, grasp his amulet for the moment. Did I help me strike true? And smite it. Assuming it is a magical beast, I am activating my smiting powers and using my magical beast band for uh, both. It, your flail does seem to bury itself much more heavily than you might expect, and the aura of Vorax staggers under the blow. It is indeed a magical beast. Excellent. Twenty-nine. That will definitely smash into it. Excellent. At which point, I do a large quantity of damage. Yep. I'm using a heavy flail. I'm assuming it doesn't have any kind of DR or things uh, of that nature, but I so can give this to you in different... In different. Well, give me your full number. Cool. Alright. Um, and then... Um, three. Uh, 25 in total. Okay, and your thing is Magical Beast Bane. Yep. It's a bludgeoning weapon. It's a blood. It's a bludgeoning. Yeah, it's a bludgeoning weapon. Of no special material. Uh, no, it's just a. Is no. it a plus one? Uh, I. Be- is it infused with magic or is I, it merely magical beast bane? It's merely magical beast bane. Okay. So, you waffle into it, um, and. Since no real resistance is at all, as it tumbles away from you slightly, smashed in the ribs with this flail, you hear the sound of not what you're expecting of several ribs breaking. You hear an almost metallic boom noise, and it staggers and its side seems to dent in slightly. But, and it is injured, but it is still going. Yep. It doesn't appear to have DR or anything that is affecting you. Okay, cool. But it's it, it, it's a, a weird effect for an animal. You would, would expect to break a rib or three doing yeah. that, and you'd expect to hear the crunch. Instead, you literally hear the sound like you're hitting something wearing full plate. You hear clunk. Weird. I wonder if it's some kind of construct. It, 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 it's, it's got something clockwork going on there. You know, we aren't that far away from Pytax at this point. And... That is that. Yes, Unless Kaylin. you have more attacks to make, which uh, you're free to keep doing. Yes, of course I do. I have my one additional attack, and that is... Uh, uh, 
that is of course not smiting because it's the second correct yep so it is merely a yeah, technically you could smite again with a different smite yeah but I'm not going to smite on the second attack um, alright so and then a plus two so that's a 22 on the second attack yep damage or to hit to, to hit yep uh, that will miss it then yep you swing at it and it is taken it is rolled away from the first attack and it's quicker on its feet unholy quick it leaps on its eight little legs and goes <laughs> to the side yeah that, that, that's a good AC but in all fairness I did roll an eight followed by a nine I'm glad I hit it with the first one send me to waste a smite okay and that is Kaylin. I'm really happy I get to use them at all it's a nice broad set of categories of things I get to use them, but it doesn't always come up. Alright, and it is Beastie and Beastie. Okay, the Orem Vorax is confused as to why when it sinks its claws into you, they just kind of slide back out again. But it's convinced that try number two will make this happen. Yeah. So it jumps at you again. Yep. With its massive string of stuff. Claw, claw. Uh, miss, miss. Miss the bite. Yep. Better than last time. Uh, 14 points of damage. Oh, well, that must have rolled well on yeah. those. Or it rolled poorly the first time out. Oh, the and, way, it's a troubling And the claws sink into you again before your magical ring glows and repulses them. Yep. I love my ring of freedom of movement. Obviously, I'm not going to bother making a string of grapple checks that yeah. can't possibly succeed on. Yeah, yeah. Yes, if I'd remembered earlier, I'd have saved you making them, but um, it, it, it's a complicated ability. I remember it most of the time. Uh, the other one actually does something clever. Uh, I will force it to make a quick escape. I'll just check for this. Relatively easy one, which it will succeed on. It pulls at the net a bit more, can feel that the net's weighing it down, and goes... And goes straight down to the ground. Awesome. And the net goes. That's clever. It burrows out and disappears. And will presumably turn back up at some point. It's gone. Yep. Okay, and it is Brim. Uh, then. see you like this so it is going to immediately waste its advantage because it's not very bright it burrows down goes and burrows up again here yep but on the other hand it's free of the net and close enough to join us it's you know this might suggest to you it doesn't have any supernatural capacity to track you from beneath the ground like tremor sense or some such but it might not good to know uh, and that is it. Yes. Uses both its actions to achieve that. Yes, and it is Brunstone. <sighs> Claws, bite, grab. <sighs> I like these things. Can we keep them? <laughs> well, we were sort of planning to kill them. <sighs> if you think you can tame one, we you're welcome. <sighs> Don't know how to actually tame them. <laughs> Quite a ranks and handle animal. <laughs> well, do it the hard way. Flurry! 
I need more D20s. And then Brun bites. And then Brun bites. Yeah, then Brun core bites. Then Brun core core bites. Hit hit crit threat. <laughs> it's going to be a bad day to be a beastie. Uh, confirmation. Oh, it's going to be a really bad day to be a beastie. Then, because she might as well, if she's here, her second attack, we'll miss it. Because um, it's hit, flurry, flurry, and yep. no penalty. Yep. Then secondary attack. Yep. Uh, the first one is a stun, as she is wont to do. It passes. And uh, it has no meaningful DR against her either. Hmm. Uh, six, nine. Uh, 28 points of damage to it. Oh, very nice. As Bryn, yep, claw claw bites it and rips it apart, rips it apart with her sla- with her um, blows as she just kind of jams her fist into its jaw and goes and pulls its head apart. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a, that's a wax of a beastie. Yep. Wow. <laughs> and Kaelin whistles appreciatively. Yep. The last one. The um. The last one was ugly. <laughs> oh well. Maybe Jedi's already given me the weapon I need here, and Kaelin will grin at Bryn. And then um, spur his horse forward. Yep. Well, not with actual spurs. Move his horse forward and go beat on this beastie. Yep. I'd like to um, get one of my big attacks off of it before it starts clawing me. Okay, and um, Kaelin will not at this time smite because Kaelin feels like Bryn may be all the divine help he requires here. <laughs> um, he will just use a regular beast bane attack. So that is... Uh, 29 hit. Okay. Uh, yes, you waffle it. Cool. And I do it. This one is completely unharmed. Yep. Um. Uh, 22 points of damage. Next one. A good AC range test. Twenty-four hits. Okay, and then uh, seventeen points of damage. I roll poorly. Yep, it looks injured but not down. And again, as you hit it, you hear that plunk plunk of metal beneath its muscle. Yep. The, um, I like my magical beast batting flail. This was it. It feels light in my hand, like bashing magical beasts is what it wants to be doing. Alright. Oh, it's a surviving beastie. Yep. Uh, it goes to think tactically, fails again, and leaps upon you with claw, 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 by. Yeah, in all fairness, this one hasn't had as much opportunities to see that grapple doesn't work on me. Miss, hit, hit. Crit threat. Crit confirmation. Oh dear. Hmm? This, on the other hand, could be a little ugly. And miss with the bite. Okay, so two normal. That is four. Fourteen. Off the two claws that hit you. Okay. Again, they plug in and out. Uh, the second one is 
16 points for the crit. Yep. As it gets two claws into you, they won't stay in. The magic is already forcing them out. But it's on just long enough for it to swing one of its many other legs around and literally rip your throat open. <laughs> yep. As Caleb begins to spray blood everywhere, and you continue to bleed. Yikes. Okay. Um, I take a horrible bleeding wound. Yep. And drop to 37 hit points, which considering I started on the fight, uh, 8 on 105 is not a bad yep. effort on Team Beastie. And you are literally spraying arterial blood. Yep. Like this. Yep. Uh, and that is it. Uh, then you... Technically, both can listen check, but it's so easy that Bryn will make it in her sleep. Yes, uh, Bryn looks around behind her where she hears bink, 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 bink. This noise, like metal, like beating dents out of metal, and the Orum Vorax behind her rolls over and sits back up again. Oh crap! <laughs> can you put it back on the map? Yep. So I believe it was uh, no here. Yes. Yep. That is all it does. Yep. It goes boom, 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 and its leg kind of snaps back into place and it rolls slightly back over and is functioning again. We must... Uh, we must have to use something special to kill him. Ow! Alright. And then it is... Brent again. I can uh, try fire uh, in a few minutes. I guess she will waffle the one in front of her. It does seem like a reasonable move. Uh, hits it. It goes down again. Yep. Uh, put it, the dice on a one to represent it being KO'd. Yep. And again appears to just stop altogether. Yeah. Uh, then she will take her movement. Yep. To the other one. Here. Uh, one, two, does she have quite enough of extra monkey movements? Yes, she does. She is not worried about provoking. She yep. will roll in for the flank. Yep. It swings a claw at her as she does so. Uh, and hits her with ease. And deals her nine points of damage. Which she's not going to sweat in any way. Yep. She just leaps, leaps over it and it claws at her leg slightly. And then she will waffle it with the other two attacks. Yep. Because as long as she is not moving more than her standard monk movement, she gets to use her flurries. Oh, sweet. She doesn't get an extra a second attack yeah. on top of that, but... Uh, hit, hit. <laughs> Still doesn't stun it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11, 12, 13... And again, she just rolls over it and kicks it in the head until it stops moving. Yep. It's down as well. Okay. And then it is you. Okay. Um, Both Orum Voraxes lie on the ground. Uh, neither of them appear to be breathing, although it must be said that even despite... The, the usual one is even a, a couple of seconds of combat is enough to get you panting and adrenalinated. These things appear to have so much muscle they were barely breathing hard to start with. Um, Kaelin will um, 
Is this arterial blood flow thing something I can address myself, or uh, is it a standard action to mend, or do I need more time than that? You you believe that you could endeavour to heal it in some fashion. Right. Uh, if you actually roll me a heal check, I will give you more information. Yep, okay. Um, is that my... Is that my no, okay. this is what you know about what to do when blood is splurting out of your jugular. Okay, 21. Okay, so you think that this... This is unnatural. Usually you get clawed, you bleed a bit. Yeah. This this critical wound has gone deep and hooked yeah. and blood is spurting out. Uh, it will continue to do so until you stop it doing so, either by healing yourself, by curing yourself in whatever fashion, or actually making a heal check to address the blood loss. You slap some bandages on it. So drinking a potion would do the trick? Drinking a potion will do it. Okay, um... Kaelin will, with the things temporarily KO'd, yep. will actually um, draw for his... Um... Uh, you do actually hit that. So the wound is so deep that you will know, basically, any sort of magical healing will heal this, but that is all it will do. Right, yep. So there's no point... There's no point it, slogging you... one of your big ones. Yep. You can slog it for hit points back and keep bleeding. Yeah. Or you can slog it to heal that wound. No, that's okay. At which point you're probably more pouring it into the wound than yeah. actually drinking it. Oh, um, I've got a great one. I'll use one of my ointments. Yep. Because I've got ointments that, among other things, do cure light wounds. This seems, seems like a good fit for that. So Kaelin will draw and use an ointment yep. to stop the arterial blood flow. I think we need to do some kind of other kind of damage to them. I've got, um, I can try Gatekeeper, or I've got the, I've got some Alchemist Fire and some Beads of Fire and stuff. But, I kind of want to stop, stop the blood loss. And also, I don't know if it's on my turn or on the Aurum's turn that I take more damage. Uh, it is on your turn, but as you're addressing it, it's not going to be a problem. Okay, um, so, yeah, no, the... It's end of, your turn. end of your turn, you either keep bleeding or resolve the problem. Yeah, it's not usually how drinking a potion works, number eight. Just um, upgrading my number from four to five. It's yep. like, it's the magic, it's it, it, it's magic. When you drink one, you get another one. You get another two. Um, okay, so I say this and draw and drink. Yep. And that's Kayla. Okay. Um, I will actually also, um, hang on... No, move to draw, move yeah. to... Oh, move I, to draw, standard to apply. And I can't use the horse's... Can I use the horse's movement? Yes, yes, you can. Yep, and horse's movement um, retrieves Kaelin back out of their range. Okay. Uh, or Voraxes. Yes. The one in the back sits up again. Yep. Uh, the one that Bryn has knocked down does not, although it does emit several of those loud punking noises. And it's, you see its legs are snapping back into place. Okay. It just doesn't get up. Okay. Um, then it is Bryn. Try something different. Pulls out a vial of alchemist's fire. Basically just drops it on top of the yep. thing. Uh, she can scarcely fail to hit this thing. Uh, and she deals it 2d4 points of fire damage. Sweet. The fire burns over its muscle and fur and doesn't even catch. Like, the fire goes out as it spreads across its muscle. The fur is extremely short. It burns very slightly, and as soon as it hits the wall, the muscle just goes out. They have fire resistance of some kind. Okay, good to know. That is Bryn. Yep. All right, 
won't waste any more of that. Um, Kaelin will um, sheathe the flail, um, quick draw gatekeeper, yep. gallop in, and beat this one. Yep. Um, which is, I believe, not moving around yet, but apparently starting to... Uh, it is, it, no, that's the one that is functional. Oh, again. right, yeah. So it is up and able to actively defend itself. It's just its action is, I'm away. Yeah. Um, so Kaelin's, um hits it with Gatekeeper. Yep. And let's see what happens. Okay, so... Uh, 23 to hit. Uh, yes, that will quite certainly do that. Yep. Alright. have the range now. At which point it is a... Um, I am doing a D10 or a D10 in plus a D6 acid. Yep. And Gatekeeper is also a magical weapon. Yep. I would like the acid separately. Sure thing. Okay, that's 19 points of regular damage. Yep. And six points of acid damage. Okay, so you roll up and you swing Gatekeeper probably down, double-handed, yep. chop at it. And wow, this is actually really hard to do it's like trying to cut straight into something like well in fact it's like trying to cut into full plate with gatekeeper but really no not full plate what am I thinking of what's thick in metal uh, a big metal like a big metal door or something yeah, yeah. it is like like with a regular sword because I'm not using yeah. the adamantine although yeah. that might be next it is like trying to cut into a metal door it's there's so much metal and so much force there that the slashing nature of Gatekeeper is actually pushed back heavily, and you've got to just and grunt it through. Uh, ten points of that gets soaked by its DR. Yeah. Um, but you actually do get the sword inside, and then the acid splashes out everywhere. And in place of the plunking noises, you hear a noise of acid burning. It falls over, and there are no more noises of metal beating itself out. Okay. It appears to be dead. Excellent. Again. Yep. We will see if that if that holds it. And then the other one goes doom, 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 and gets up again. Okay, but that's its turn. Yep. Bryn kicks it in the Goran head. Yep. Uh, actually, missed spectacularly a lot of times. Nonetheless, she deals it enough to knock it down again. Sweet. While this is down. Yep. Kaelin will ride over yep. and swing Gatekeeper at it. Yep, you don't need to worry about hitting it because it is presently unconscious. Oh, right, yep. Okay, at which point that is um, uh, 15 points of large yep. And again, you force the sword through. And two points of acid damage. Yep. And there's the plump, 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 And... You watch these things for a bit, sort of standing over yeah, them, yeah. ready to poke them again, and eventually they start to melt as several dozen large, several dozen small holes emerge from them, and the acid starts to melt on through. And then they finally, the the acid doesn't melt them to pieces or anything of the sort, but after it pours out of several you know, finger sized holes in their various guts and jaws and legs and that kind of thing, the two of them just stop. And there are no more signs of plunking noises or any sort of reaction from them. <clears throat> Don't hear anything. Don't smell anything. Dead, I think. Best I can tell. I I, I think so too, but we might just want to um, hang out with them for a little while and make certain there isn't any kind of long-term effect. 
Yeah, well, like you're pretty sure you could take this thing's head off. It would yeah. just take several swings. Yeah. Uh, and you realise that what you were using before it was bludgeoning weapons, which are exactly the sort of thing you want for hitting metal. Yeah. It goes plunk into it. Yeah, what I'll do is switch to the adamantine greatsword and take both of the beasties' heads off. Yep. That's actually hard as well. Ah, yep. They are uh, not... They are, the, the resistance is not countered by the adamantine, and they are still resistant against slashing weapons. Oh, well, in that case, I'll use Gatekeeper, because it's got the... It'll do, yeah, yeah. do a bit of extra acid. Yeah, you Just find like, this... But take both of their heads off, because it's got to be better than trying to knock their heads off with a bludgeoning yeah, weapon. You find this much more difficult than killing, like, a big badger should be. Yeah. But you do indeed remove its head, and... When you do so, uh, you can give me a heal check or a survival check to examinate it. Survival. Heal's, heal's the better of the two. If it's but, I'm better, but I'm better at survival. That's a 19. Okay. And when you look over it, it has, like, its muscles are interwoven around metal. It's a relatively thin layer, but it looks reasonably reasonably solid. And it's interwoven in and out and all around its muscle and skull and things. Where this thing should have bones, it doesn't. It has sort of almost a metal, not skeleton, because it's not metal in the shape of bones. But it looks like it's almost a metal object that flesh has been growing around and through. It's not a construct, because none of this metal appears to actually have any levers or knobs or gears or anything that makes it go. And you know it's a magical beast because you're waffling it with your magical beast bane thing. But it's it's like somebody took a construct and then endeavoured to graft a magical beast out of it. That's just wrong. Mm. Wizards shouldn't be allowed to drink. Nasty. Thank oh. you, Tome of Horrors Revised. <laughs> oh, well, love, I think that might be me for the day. I... Blood's stopped gushing, but I uh, uh, feel I've had enough. I've had enough beastie bashing for one day. Mm. Still, the den to find could have small ones. Could grow. Mm, good point. All right, we better. T- we don't want them wandering off. All right, in that case, I'll um find me a beverage that will make me feel a little better, and then we'll go take a look. Okay, we'll drink a potion of cure moderate. Because at this point it would be just like it would be damn ironic if he got killed by the tiny ones. Alright. However, it was clearly not Bokken's day. Get back a mighty six points of damage. There's no denying cure moderates by someone a nice high level caster like Tristram's become. Cure lights from an actual caster are a lot more effective than cure moderates from a potion when you're rolling poorly on the D8. And, um. We will. Look for its den. Okay. So, Bryn's pretty close to it because you, she's determined you'll buy it near its den anyway. Yeah. What you find is she can very rapidly find a tunnel. She says, mm, here. Big badger sized tunnel. Yeah. Like, you can fit through it, but only just. Yeah. And she goes into it, and are you going crawling with her? Yeah, but I'll change out of the plate. Yep. Um, so that I can actually make escape, change out of the plate and into the light armor, so I can actually make escape artist yep. checks. And can you in fact make me an escape artist check? I'm still not good at escape artist, but you know, I, I, I'm at least not at a minus four penalty before I even start. There we are, fifteen. Okay, you are not stuck to the extent that you can't get out. 
Yeah. You are stuck to the extent that you can't go forward anymore. Ah, uh, yep. Alright, I will wiggle back out. <clears throat> too big, too strong. Baruinate my speed. <coughs> Excuse me. I can find. If there are young ones, only young. <clears throat> Give me sword. Burn them out. Good. I will pass to a gatekeeper. Okay. Take care of it. It's a special touch. She goes crawling off and disappears into the darkness and needs to make a survival check. Uh, you wait. And you wait. How long before you get nervous doing this? Um, Caitlin's going to get out a shovel and begin widening the hole. Like, the sec- you know, two minutes after she disappears? Yeah, two minutes after she disappears. Um, Caitlin will give it about 10 or 15 minutes and then have another try at fitting through the hole. Okay. About 15 minutes later, you've widened the hole a bit. And you get in, you know, easily by the depth of two metres that you've widened, and then get stuck again. Yeah. And the tunnel goes on as far as you can see if you're 60 metres of, 60 feet of dark vision. Brent, you okay? Silence. Okay. This is troubling. Um, I'm, alright, well I can't fit through. Yeah. Um... I can go and try and look for another entrance, or I can just keep widening the hole. I'm pretty sure freedom of movement shouldn't let you cheat like this. But I no, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's more about grapple than escape artist. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't if you were being restrained by magical stuff. Mm. But no. Yeah, I mean, if there wasn't really a hole here. Yeah, so escape artist checks to escape a grapple or pin, so I would totally let you back out even if you got stuck. Yeah. But you cannot progress like this. Yeah. Alright, you pop out again. Um, alright, um, I'm going to, um, have a bit of a search around the hole and see if I can, have a bit of a search around and see if I can work out if there's another entrance. Sure, give me a search check. I don't know if that's search or survival, given... Uh, it is search or survival at minus five, whichever one avails you better. Okay. That would be the survival at minus five. That is a two. Uh, that would be a six, sorry. Okay. Yep. You find the other entrance. Is it also a narrow badger tunnel? Yes, yes it is. Alright, I will call down... I will look and call down that one. No response again. Okay. Um, I will try and fit through that one. Is that a fresh escape artist check? Nope. Same problem, same tunnel, same problem. Okay. Alright, um, then I will, um, estimate, um, now that I know where both ends of the tunnel are, I'm going to estimate where the middle is, and endeavour to dig down. It doesn't, it must be said it doesn't look all that long. You found the other end, like, maybe ten metres away. So your guesses, and on the same side of the hills, your guesses, they sort of loop around the U-shape somewhere in there. Right. Okay, and you start digging down. Yep. Dig, 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 Right. You dig down into the intersection of eight of these tunnels. Yep. Crap. So you found one entrance here, you found another one here, but when you dig down the hill, there's eight of them intersecting with each other. Correct. There must be dozens of these holes all around the hill, if not more. And I have no idea where Bryn's gone. Although I do, in all fairness, know um, that she might not have. I will call it the intersection. Okay. Uh, can you now give me... I will take Intimidate as your Loudosity stat. Uh, that is a 16. 
You can hear your own voice getting muffled by the dead yeah. echoes of Earth. Yeah. Alright. Uh, however, you have now been digging long enough, yeah. just as you're starting to get truly desperate, because uh, you've dug the top off a yeah. hill here. You haven't dug it down all that far, but you have dug it down about four metres. Yeah. And you hear from across the hills <laughs> and see Bryn standing. 60 metres away, over there on top of a hill. Okay, Dick Helen will climb back out of his hole. She comes over to you. What are you doing? Looking for you. Told you I was going into the tunnels. I know, but you were gone such a long time. Maze of them go everywhere. Need to go back and look again. Thought you might be getting worried. Aye, aye, I was. I had no idea there were so many tunnels down there. When you didn't come back, I thought they might have KO'd you and you were bleeding to death somewhere. She looks at your... Looks at your... Sweet that you care. (laughs) There's some things I'm not very good at. But silly. (laughs) Were there any baby beasties in there? I don't know. Haven't found the the den yet. Right, okay. Thought you'd you'd get worried, so came back out. Okay, alright. Not quite where I intended to. More holes off that way. Alright. Take me... Might take me hours. Time to set up tent for the night. I expect hot cooked meal when I come home. Right. O- on it. And Kaelin will go have a bath in the river because he's now covered with mud in addition mm-hmm. to being covered with blood, which he already was. As is she, and... but she just doesn't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I figure she baths sometimes, just not, you know, in a frequent manner like she... sissies do. So she fails her first her first check to go and find the yep. den. But Kaelin is going to cease freaking out and set up a camp on the hillside. As is, um... His role as the and um, you know cook stew as is his role as the house husband fails the next one, and I doubt you would turn in for the night. When no, you're still wandering around out there, but you've got the tent set up and the camp and the fire, yeah. and dinner made and that sort of thing, and just sort of keeping a vague patrol. Yeah, when she finally pops back up, <laughs> almost like ten meters away from you, just over that that hill, there's suddenly a scrambling. Some a vague little tiny layer of grass collapses, and she goes and pops out the side where there's apparently this tunnel dug. She, <laughs> Maze, Warren, big, long, must have crawled thousands of meters all around these hills, everywhere. Burrowers, fantastic. Oh, and Kaelin will give her sort of um, arm to um, hoist her up. Here, look, I've got some stew on the boil for you. Didn't find the young ones, but mm, good stew? Well, as good as I can make. Picks up a spoon and blows them. Mm, This stew is good, but mm, not good enough to earn prizes, I found. I could make some dessert. Mm. I've yes, some, I've got some honeycomb and berries. Mm. Yes, dessert, something sweet. Time for you to work for her, <laughs> and she will pounce on you. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of hours later, yeah. the moon is getting a little higher in the sky. Yeah. Um, she reaches over to where she has dumped her backpack and says, mm-hmm. "All right." Earned it. Meal was good enough with dessert on top. 
but I think you'll like this. Must have killed a lot of people. Many shiny things. Tink, 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 tink. Empties her pack out, and there are several magically glowing shiny things and a big sack of gold and all this kind of thing. Blimey, love. I'm glad we had you go and look in the tunnels. Never thought there'd be all this. That was worth working for. Guess they had a long time. If they got up from the beating, guess they didn't die easy. Maybe not naturally. I... Could have been here for decades. Centuries, maybe. When it was just a tiger, I thought Draylon was a bit of a sissy for not killing it. But, um, truth is, um, I think his men would have had some real trouble with that. Mm. Rumors. Well, these not spear-tooth. Oh, they're not Speartooth. They, they had tiger... No, you, you got a pretty clear description of Speartooth as being a saber-tooth tiger, and you wouldn't make this mistake. These things are very, very... have tiger-like tracks, except right. for the fact they have eight legs. But you would never look at them and think they were a saber-tooth tiger. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't look particularly like a saber-tooth tiger. Yeah, that's right, and we'd, I forgot people had actually seen Speartooth, because yep. some of these things, I mean... We got a dragon rumor and it was a drake. We got a dragon rumor and it was a hodag. And, you know? and Speartooth deliberately, according to the stories, hunts, stalks, and plays with his food. Yeah. Brin says, guess these things were territorial. Probably haven't bothered Drelid much except for anyone coming through here. Wide range of territory, though. It's, it's several kilometers in every direction these tunnels go. All right. And I um, look at Brin's treasure. All right. So there are, you would guess at a glance, uh, sixteen hundred and eighty gold pieces here. I'm I'm remarkably good at that. (laughs) Yep. Uh, When you take some shiny things back to Tristan, he can easily tell you um, that there are two things in here marked, um, carved into them. in honor of the found in, in honor of the founding of the great kingdom of King Artaxerxes the first, ah, and then a date that is around two hundred and fifty years ago. Wow, um, they are still in pretty fabulous condition. A little dirty, but polished them up pretty easily. Are they like medallions or placards no, or no, something? No, uh, one of them is a golden necklace. Ah, yep. Uh, and the other one is a what appears to be a silver and ivory scepter. Like, nice. It, neither of them appear to serve any purpose. It's purely yeah. the glorious king jewelry. Yeah. And of course, as you can stare reflectively at them and ponder, and ponder Sanaba's wonders, yeah. you can detect magic on them. Yeah. Uh, neither of those are magical. Yeah. Some of the other things, however... Um, sorry, was Tristram going to tell me how valuable they uh, are? Yes, he was. Uh, necklace is 400. Nice. Silver and ivory scepter is worth 1,200. It is Sil- ridiculously elaborate for something that's kind of entirely pointless. Silver and ivory scepter. You know, that might be a sort of thing that a king could, another king could use. Um, then there is a sort of bent, curved knife that you would recognise as being a, a fairly foreign weapon called kookery. Yeah, I thought it's kookery. magic. Magic kookery. There is a magic ring. None of this stuff appears to be related to the king's things. Yeah, you're saying they've killed a they've killed, they've killed a would a be ki- a would be king. Yeah, and, and they're an obviously bright enough bright enough to um, hoard shinies. Um, notably, what you will see of this um, 
is that all the stuff in here um, is metal. Ah. The silver and ivory scepter is metal, obviously, the gold necklaces. All the coinage is metal. Uh, and oddly enough appears to only be silver and gold. You'd think by default they'd have copper pieces or something, but they don't. Yeah. Um, the kukri is, of course, made of metal. Yes. Um, and this one, in fact, has a metal hilt, which many of them don't. Um, the ring is metal, which some rings are, some rings are wood. Yeah. Um, there are braces here as well, which are also made of metal. Are they magic? Yes, they are. Shiny braces... Magic. And there is a wand that is made of metal as well. Wand. Metal. Interesting. Which is, of course, also magic. Yes. Yeah, no, I forget. You don't necessarily have to say the wands are magic, you have to say yeah. if they're not magic. And she tells you that Central Den, off that away, Maze going to it, found all this shiny metal, few skeletons. I thought you said she hadn't found the central den, or did she? Did she she found... hadn't found it on the first go. Oh right, she's made two more search checks. Oh right, since yeah, yeah, made the third one. Right, because it's only costing her time at this point. Yeah, no, sorry, you told me that she'd failed too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't realised she'd made a third. No, the third one she made, at which point she finds the central den. She says it's got a bunch of skeletons in there. She doesn't really have any handle on yeah. how old. Um. You know, not thousands, um, not maybe dozens, but she doesn't have any idea how many have decayed away, how many have been eaten, etc., etc. Yeah. But the general impression you get is these guys have been going for a while. Yeah. Yep. This is and the, she yeah. found all this shiny metal magical crap around yep. there. Yep. That um, that's um, that will be ver- that will be welcomed by our um, adventuring party. Kaelin approves of this, so, you know. <laughs> Kaelin approves of his exact activities. Your girlfriend, go, your wife goes out, gets treasure for you, and then demands you put out before she gives it to you? It's a pretty great deal. I can live with that. Kaelin feels content with his life. Yep, good man. Okay. And you have killed two Orum Voraxes. Yes. Um, can I um, get a map reference for where on the map their den was? That, yeah, it's not every day you kill an Aurum Vorax, much less two. In the Pizer universe it might be. Uh, hold on, I'm still tracking down where I've put the map. Oh, I've got all this. Just crush killed. <laughs> Let me put those miniatures away again, huh? <laughs> Since they offend yourself. <laughs> Here we are. Quick time's loud. Yes, now I have a map. Uh, slightly northeast of centre, next to the river. Right. Thus you see some more weird magic yep. shit. Because <laughs> in Pathfinder Universe, it's never just a uh, beastie in the monster manual. Those aren't Paizo. A Tome of Horrors? Tome of Horrors is a third-party source book that, as far as I can tell, just contains a large number of weird monsters that yeah. Pathfinder Rich you steal from it all the time. Yeah. Probably because the Paizo guys like weird random monsters. Yes. Which I agree with, because Nora Vorax is more interesting than, you know, it's a lion or yeah. whatever. Also, they're kind of badger moles. Mm-hmm. Yay, badger moles. Except not... Except they are. They're murderous, evil badger moles made of metal. Yeah. Just made like of, in the Avatar universe. Yeah, the magic... The made of metal thing is And weird. instead of teaching you metal, they go claw, 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 bite. Rake. Yeah. You never got the break, unfortunately. Yeah, that's you have to land all four claws to rake you. Yeah. But the rake damage is pretty horrendous. 
the regular damage is pretty horrendous. I'll point out that two of them um, got Caelan down to 37 hit points in yeah. like three attacks. That's, that'd be shit out of luck against Caelan though. Yeah, yeah, because she's got DR. Tick, 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 tick. DR5 against non-magical things. Yeah, yeah. Like, they could do it, but they'd be there for a lot of the day. On the other hand, my method for finding them with Michaela would be to wander around in circles until they ambushed us. (laughs) Okay. That's what you have. Alright, so what we do then is explore the hex. I'm kind of assuming that the Vorax is where it. Yep. Yeah, Bryn, Bryn would just blanketly tell you that she would openly assume that there are no other significant predators in this immediate area. Yeah. Because one of them would have killed the other one by now. Yep. So, that is a day to explore that. That is the next day because that day we just spent fighting but beasties and then Bryn explores a hill while I lay back and think of England. Mm-hmm. Very heroic of you. Yeah, I am. Very heroic. Alright, so we explore uh, B4. Yep. And then, um, Kellen, I will actually do the. I will, um, note down that Kellen's had one day because one day will not be enough to um, recover all of Kellen's wounds. Kellen was pretty monstered. Um, and we will... Do you need healing? Uh, yes. Need to lie back again. Okay, Kellen will totally lie Let back. Let me activate my wholeness of body. Sweet! Uh, she won't blast you all. That She'll give you 30 points of healing. 30 points? Yep. I thought it was a little ability like lay in hands, and I didn't realise she could do it to other people. Uh, so, whole, house, the house rules monks? Yep. Holders of body you can use on other people exactly like lay on hands. Yeah. It's a monk level times her wisdom, which gives her 33 points a day. Wow. Right. Which is not a lot as a, as a primary healer, but yeah. as a secondary ability. Yeah, and then, um... Yeah, because monks don't have to suck. You just need to house rule them endlessly until yep. all their abilities actually do something. Yep, and then... Um, Work in vague synergy to each other. At, at that point, Kaelin will pick up 30 to 40 points a day from yep. his um, awesome overnight resting powers. Yep. and she's fine when she gets up. she got one claw. Yep, so um, so Kaelin is in fact... After we spend a day in exploring, the next day Kaelin is in fact fine. All good. Wait, the, the, the... She gives me a massage, right? Yes. A chi massage. Yes. She's not obliged to to do it. All she needs to do is... It is basically a string of chi yeah. jabs to um, correct your flows, the flows of your body, and help you heal yourself. But given it's Brennan, you know, you're not in combat, you've got plenty of time to do it. Yes, she totally gives you a massage. Bloody hell, that's enough to make me want to get her up and get her all over again. <clears throat> and, um, Kaelin will give her a big, deep kiss. I'm glad to be hunting with you again. <clears throat> You can always just try asking. <laughs> Sometimes it works. And Kellen will roll a diplomacy check as he just kind of appreciates the awesomeness that or is Or just wander around more with your shirt off. That works too. Yeah. <laughs> she makes a deep, satisfied, growling noise in the back of her throat. Because <laughs> wolves don't purr. They growl. <laughs> Kaelin will do, get a relationship point with Bryn for, um, you know... Writing a thank you note. Yeah, he's totally writing a thank you note. 
how freaky awesome it is when we're just out hunting together. Yep, she can heal 33 hit points a day of you, herself, or other people. Sweet. to mingle as she pleases. Alright, um... It doesn't come up a lot, because at, like, 11th level you can get 30 points knocked off you without blinking. Yeah, yeah. Um... Whither shalt thou wander? Um, I believe we will, um keep going in the sort of generally westerly area and head into um, B5. Following the river? Following the river. Okay. So the river sort of moves through the middle of the hex and then goes out the southeastern border. So um, uh, A6? Uh, no. Sorry, southeastern border, my apologies. Um, B6. Correct. Meander that through. Yep. Uh, this is hills as well. Yep. And you explore it without finding anything. Oh, okay. Which point, given I'm with Bryn, there's no reason we can't, um... Let's face it, you're just having a holiday for your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a great holiday. Um, yeah, I want to um, double back around and get um, some of the more central area knocked off. Um, we will go explore, with caution, B6, the hex next to Fourth Dreyleth. B6... Okay, so this one is plains. You're yep. coming down out of the hills. Um, and it the river flows down and uh, probably connects up. I don't know if we've got the Fort Drayliv one in there. No, because we didn't explore Fort Drayliv. I know where Fort Drayliv is. Right. Uh, so you could now pretty safely assume, because you've seen the river going from Fort Drayliv, that that river comes in from the northwestern hex where you're coming down. Yep. Uh, goes out the east side. Yep, into the hex that has Fort Drayliv. Yep. yep, and would more or less flow straight through into Fort Drayliv. Yep, which, given it's also on a lake, is an extremely water-oriented area. Yes. Okay. And it is empty-ish. Mm-hmm. Bryn survival aids. <sighs> Tiger tracks. Ah. Not many, old, scattered, has hunted here, but this is not its territory. Do you know where we should be heading from here? Uh, I, know this, I know the tracks are old. Shakes her head. No. Merely it has been here. Killed here. Oh, well, we'll explore the, na- the neighbouring areas. And that is explored? Yes, it is. Cool. Alright, um, and we will head a bit... Um, over a bit and um, investigate um, A6 I think and what you don't find here that you probably don't expect to at this point that you would expect to find in Stagthorn is this near the capital city you'd expect to find a bunch of like cabins of hunters, trappers woodsmen, lumberja- lumberjacks uh, heck I would have expected to find that he'd built a farm here I mean it's a grassland hex one hex from his capital. I know he hasn't done a lot of expansion, but you know, a farm would be a log- a farm would be a logical thing to do with this hex. Nope. No farm. No people. Just kind of having a farm here. What would happen to the people? Old sharp tooth. Uh, not old sharp tooth. Uh, spare tooth would eat them. Right. Yes, because nobody's killed it. <laughs> yep. So, given that I haven't found spare tooth. The theory was there's a reward for it dead, isn't there? Uh, old spirits. Old spirits. 
I keep going to all for some yeah. reason. Alright, so I can give it to you in a heartbeat. No, it's uh, right. 8,000 GP on proof of death. Yep. Yep. They say he's killed and eaten a hundred people. So far, no one has managed to bring the beast down alive. No one has managed to bring the beast down, period. Yeah. Uh, kill him, deliver a sign to the guard, head or fangs or something, that you have um, succeeded in doing so. Yeah. Deliver it to the captain of the guard in any local city, like the one that's here. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, theoretically, you could go and do it after you've taken Drayla's kingdom and then pay yourself, but... No. No. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm going to force Drayliff to disgorge some of his treasure to me to use on armour and weapons to fight him. That's hard to argue with. For killing a beastie that he should have killed in the first place, thus denying me the opportunity to get his loot rewards. Okay. Alright, um, and yes, um, so at this point it being 10.15, yep. I'm just exploring to look for something interesting, at which point we will close dramatically on me being about to engage with it. And you are theory. going into A6? A6 is okay. my next this place. Is, this is primarily hills as well? Yep. Um, it's good to know there's something other than Swamp and Drelev's Kingdom. Bryn again, old signs of tracks here, can't read much out of them. Yep. Tiger tracks again. Yep. But she can't get. This is its lair. It's it, in this area now. It has been. It has been here over periods of time. Is basically the best she can draw. And you explore. And can you and Bryn give me a? Uh, actually, no. You you give me a luck check. Uh, five. Okay. So, you are on watch in the yeah. night. Um, when you can make me... Or not. Uh, if I said 22 spot, could you actually make it? Uh, yes, if I rolled a 20. Okay, go for it then. I don't roll a 20. <laughs> it rolled a 1. <laughs> I rolled a 4. So it is in fact 22 spot, but no. Yeah, yeah, I, I was thoughtful of it, but if you'd mentioned that it would only, that the 20, I, I hadn't really realised that the 22 spot was bottom of its range, rolling for me, rolling a 20 and it rolling a 1 was probably a nat on the pointless side. But but it did roll a 1. Yeah. It, it would still have to lose about 20 points of stealth before okay. I could stop it. So Kalen sets up the tents, yeah. lights, lights up the fire, Bryn goes to sleep, you're on watch. And what Kalen does not see, but the camera starts to play the dun-dun-dun music, is moving quietly like a whisper through the grass. Pressed down, it is just a pair of large golden eyes watching the camp. And then we cut to the predator cam vision. We can hear the breathing of some large cat-like predator. sneaks up around the camp, around the fire, goes to the back of the tent and quietly, quietly flicks out its claws and slits the back of the tent over where Bryn is sleeping and slips into the tent. And that is where we will cut away. Ooh! Nasty. And the camera does indeed see this is Speartooth. 
Yeah. Uh, this is not. Uh, th- this is absolutely a s- full-on uh, Ice Age-style saber-toothed tiger with the ginormous dangling teeth. It's a dire tiger. Yeah. So it's twice as big as a regular ti- tiger, and the teeth are twice as big as here. Yeah. Uh, its teeth are. I believe it's got this listed. Uh, 22 inches long. Wow. So, like, your arm, basically. Yeah. Um, and not only that, it is so canny that it is sleeping, it is sneaking into Bryn's tent to kill the person that is asleep instead of the person that is on watch. Yeah. Little does it know that the person asleep has a better chance of spotting it than the person on watch. Yep. Yep. Maybe. But that will come next time because all that Kalen's going to hear, yeah, you're, you're going to hear something one way or the yeah. other, and that is well. Do you want to leave it there, or do you want to see whether it wakes Bryn up or whatever? Uh, no. That, let's go with the most dramatic. We don't know. Okay, so it slits the side of the tent and then puts one foot and pokes its head inside. And then the camera pans back round to Caelan, who's staring intently out across the plains, sword in hand, looking for dangerous predators. I'm such a loser. Dun, dun, dun. Why didn't she get a real man? <laughs> in all fairness, this thing is um, smarter than both of you two. Okay, that makes me feel a uh, little... Sorry, not smarter. Wiser. It's more cunning. Yeah. That makes me feel a little better. And also, you know... It's super freaking sneaky. Yeah, yeah. Did I mention it's killed a hundred people? Yeah, yeah. Or more? It's a hundred people that they know of since Drelev set up his kingdom here like six years ago. Wow. And he keeps all those people inside so they won't get eaten by the tigers. Although he may have upped that a bit since he declared Uh, martial law and things. uh, I don't think they would have advertised this one to Kaelin. Uh, you probably picked it up because you had Michaela there gathering this information. Uh, Speartooth has evaded all attempts to capture or kill it. Uh, Drelev did actually send guards out to get it eventually, yeah. after it had eaten like 50 people. Uh, he sent a bunch of guards out. It killed no less than 24 of them, and then they gave up. Wow. So, can Kaelin and Bryn face old Speartooth? <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> Give it bigger. It's a tiger, I thought. It is a tiger. It's the tiger of death. An advanced diet tiger. Yeah.